I love to pass on my passion to other professionals. So um, I really love to help people. So for me, it's not a burden doing a lot of things. And uh, I really love all the aspects of my profession. Hello, and thank you so much for downloading Smile Revolution, a podcast dedicated to oral health promotion, supporting career development for dental hygienists and dental therapists within the dental profession. I'm Victoria Wilson, a dental therapist, and I am so excited to bring to you poignant dental professionals who have made an impact on my career, who dedicate their lives to enhancing smiles in different parts of the world. We admire colleagues at the forefront of our profession and frequently question, how did they get there? Thanks to the transparency of my exceptional guests, we endeavour to answer your questions through delving deep to learn more about the choices they have made and the impact this has had professionally and personally. Through listening to the podcast, I hope you learn, gain inspiration and ideas of furthering your career path, supporting oral health promotion to achieve oral health for all. I am delighted to share our first sponsor, Smile Revolution, a one-off creative agency dedicated to supporting leading dental professionals at the forefront of oral health promotion. Smile Revolution's mission is to help put a stop to oral health inequalities around the world. Smile Revolution promotes the collaboration of leading dental professionals globally with award-winning creatives and the media to optimise on the communication of oral health to the public. Book your free consultation today to find out more by emailing info at smile-revolution.net. Welcome back to part two of the Smile Revolution intro recording with Sophia Drivas, who is a dental hygienist from Padua in Italy. If you haven't listened to part one of this podcast intro recording, please do so. I have invited her onto the show for the reason this lady has been qualified a mere three years and seems to be making such concrete strides in her career already. From publishing to lecturing alongside some of the most prominent figures in Perio, Filippo Graziani and Cristiano Tomasi on the new classification of periodontitis. As you will hear, her passion and commitment to achieving excellence in her career shines through so early on. In part one, Sophia covers how a key course, Perio Campus International, has impacted her career. The podcast is for hygienists all around the world who are specifically interested in building their confidence in treating periodontal disease based on the evidence. In today's recording, the second part, Sophia discusses her passion within dentistry and how she has amalgamated her personal passion into her professional passion and also shares the greatest things she has learned over the last three years since qualifying and how she has overcome some obstacles. I have been inspired through learning from this lady and our conversations, and I am sure she will be of inspiration to you, the listeners. 
We have never actually met in person, yet I hope to very soon. And it is my absolute pleasure to welcome Sophia Drivas to the podcast. We can all attend courses with fabulous lecturers and we can all (laughs) leave feeling really inspired. Um... But it's not that common to then go on to lecture with the lecturers that we've had lecture to us. How did you develop your um, working relationship with um, Filippo Graziani and Cristiano Tomasi after Perio Campus? Mm, uh, uh, I work in a practice with a periodontist that is, uh, he is a friend of uh, Filippo Graziani. So we are, uh, we are um, uh, going to change uh, things in order to, uh, to develop our way to do uh, dental hygiene in our practice. And uh, mm, I began to work with them because uh, uh, they know that I'm particularly fond of uh, evidence-based medicine. Um, I particularly love to um, to do PowerPoint presentations that are effective for students. In fact, I'm a, a, a tutor at the University of Padua, so they know that I work with students and uh, 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 they want, they, I think that... Um, uh, they know that I'm very passionate about my job. Uh, I did also master degree in Rome uh, to, in order to achieve academic, uh, uh, an academic career. So um, this is why it all began. And I'm collaborate also with uh, uh, ID, that is the National Association uh, of Dental Hygienists. Uh, in Italy, um, and uh, both uh, Cristiano Tomasi and Christ, uh, Christ, uh, Filippo Graziani worked with uh, and collaborate with ID. Uh, so yeah, this this is why we are going to we are collaborating. And so you had that initial yes. connection through the periodontist you work with, but additional yeah. to that, you obviously did your masters in research after leaving dental school. Um, yeah. And then obviously being connected with ID. Um, yeah. h- how do you spell uh-huh. ID? Just for anyone that's interested to look it up. A-I-D-I. Uh, 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 okay. And um, how did you um, start working with them? Was that following on from your master's in research? Uh, I start working with Heidi um, through social media. Uh, because uh, I have some uh, uh, online channels like Instagram and a Facebook page and uh, they loved my work and I began to work with them doing some short videos for patients and for children. Yeah, and um, uh, I began to be an ID ambassador, uh, try to spread their, uh, their website through patients and uh, dental hygienists and students 
and through their website the, there are some important news about uh, uh, for even for patients but also for dental hygienists to follow some new courses uh, so uh, it, um, since uh, my master degree graduation two years ago one years ago yeah one years ago i began to work with the association okay through so, social media and then uh, as a as a speaker for day congresses leaving dental school you went to do your masters in research pretty much straight away Way. <laughs> and my understanding from speaking to you previously, because for the listeners, Sophia and myself have never met. We've yeah, only yeah. met on Skype, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> we've only met yeah. on Skype and we've had some conversations previously where I've learned more about what she's been involved in and what she's doing. But you had a vision that you wanted to teach and you needed that master's in research to be able yeah. to open up the doors for you to become a tutor for colleagues, yeah. other dental hygienists um, within Italy. Italy, right. yeah. So that yeah. you were very driven from an early age. And would you say you're so passionate about the profession um, from what you're doing and just from talking to you? What do you feel really keeps that passion alive? Um, two things, I think, uh, uh, because I want to improve uh, my skills, my communication skills with the patient, with the patients. So the patients keep me alive and they uh, keep me uh, always motivated to do more for them. So I read a lot of uh, non-fiction books uh, on self grow and psychological books to improve my communication skills, as I said. And um, another thing is uh, when I spoke, when I speak with uh, students, uh, they are really uh, motivated. I try to pass on my passion to them and they are so happy that I'm that I'm teaching to them something new and uh, I feel so so happy transmit um, the things that I that I know to them so for me these two things uh, are so motivated are so motivating me in my routine in my everyday life to to go further to deepen my knowledge for patients and for students <laughs> That's lovely. And um, <laughs> I remember you saying as well, you're quite a creative person. Yeah. <laughs> and I find that so interesting because the amount of colleagues that I meet within the profession, you know, make jewellery on the side of dental hygienists, do pottery and dentists. You know, I, I feel that the dental profession, from knowing so many colleagues around, does entice uh, a type of creative person <laughs> and how do you feel you amalgamate your creativity within your dentistry <laughs> it's a good question uh, yeah um i consider myself a, a creative person and um i put my creativity in my work offline and online uh, online uh, through instagram because i really love to taking photographs 
So my Instagram profile is a collection of photos to uh, to speak about my professional life and my trips. Uh, uh, so I put my creativity in doing such an online activity and offline with my patients uh, because I love taking photographs. Uh, photographs uh, I began to document and use my reflex not only to photograph flowers and but to begin to photograph uh, the feet of my patients and uh, I I think that um, I have some empathy skills. I don't know if it's good in English. Sorry. Perfect. I wish my Italian was as good as your English. It's amazing, Sophia. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> and I I try to put my personal touch to, to my patients. So this I'm going I'm and another thing that I can say that uh, I really love design art. So when I design my PowerPoints, I try always to put my yeah my personal touch, my view, my uh, my artistic uh, essence. I don't know uh, in uh, in my uh, in my presentations. So it's through the through these channels, I try to develop my artistic. Uh, and you've just demonstrated there. Thank you for sharing all of that. Sophia, <laughs> that, you know, you have amalgamated your personal passions with dentistry. And, you know, you're so passionate in dentistry because it's possibly such a inbuilt personal passion within you that you've found to link to various aspects of dentistry. Um, yeah. And certainly really passionate colleagues that I speak to, there's always some common kind of similar kind of story to a to a point that you know they've amalgamated their personal interest within dentistry and finding their niche you know to excel forward and move forward and I think that's also a key element in the longevity for all dental professionals dental hygienists specifically for this topic today for them to be sustainable within their profession and to continue to thrive and grow within the profession for their career path um, if they wish to stay in dental hygiene, dental therapy um, throughout um, their life. I know more and more colleagues now find other avenues and maybe start to work in other fields as well as dental hygiene, but that's also fine, you know, because it's that work-life balance, isn't it? If you've got that work-life yeah. balance, formula works and um yeah. you know your gleaming smile listeners you can't see this but Sophia is beaming <laughs> from ear to ear just smiling talking <laughs> listening to me and that's lovely it's you know it's true you know what we're what we're saying so thank you for sharing that yeah. um thank you to you can I ask you as well we've spoken a bit about Obviously, you attending Perio Campus and what you learned on Perio Campus and how you took that back to practice. Then we moved on to, you know, your passions, etc. And um, how you actually started lecturing with Cristiano Tomasi and Filippo Graziani. Um, and you, a bit about your career, you know, you, you, further, you did further education soon after qualifying, etc., 
you've done a lot already. And when did you qualify? It was three years ago, am I right? Yes, uh, yeah, since 2015. Yeah, on the November of 2015. <laughs> so you've done quite a lot in that short time, yeah. in three years. What are the main things that you feel you have learned in that time? What challenges have you overcome and how did you overcome such challenges? What would you like to share with the listeners about what you've really learned in this time? Okay. <laughs> um, okay. I, uh, I learned uh, that the importance of uh, continuous studying uh, after bachelor's degrees uh, and uh, continue reading scientific uh, articles. So for me, the first uh, advice to to say through dental hygienists is uh, reading a lot of articles. And I I overcome some problems about my personality because I think I consider myself uh, sometimes a shy person. So speak in front of a lot of people for me. It was so, it wasn't so simple, but I I overcome this limit of my character. So how? I I was so happy. <laughs> yeah. How how did you approach that? Um, by uh, because um, by studying a lot, uh, I know that the things that I'm I, I will go I'm going to say they were very important, and I think that. Um, uh, dental hygienist uh, um, will be understand uh, everything that I would say. And you really know your thing. Knew I your, sorry, you really knew your subject matter. Yeah, uh, and I think that uh, the passion that I put in doing these presentations uh, give me the strength, the power. To, to speak in front of a lot of people. And then I I understand that I was pretty good at speaking. So then it's all improved. You have to begin with a, a little... Uh, uh, a little step by step. Pa- <laughs> a step. A little step, yes, thank you. A little step and then uh, everything will improve. So you don't have to be perfect at the beginning to to begin a new path, but improve day by day. I try to find my own routine. I set my goals, but then I try to work in my during my routine to achieve more. Uh, in these three years, I learn a lot of things uh, from my patients. And when I recall them, I, I understand, understood what parts I I'm not. I I didn't do so good, and uh, so um, sometimes we have prejudice uh, towards uh, patients, uh, and we have to overcome them. Uh, so yeah. Can I, I just I ask you one thing there? Yeah. Because I often reflect when I'm treating patients, you know, all the time. Oh, 
next time I'll do this differently. I'd like to change this so this would be easier. And uh, how did you document what you, you've learnt from your patients of what you maybe would like to change for patients to then implement change? Or do you have a process? Mm. Uh, yeah, I I wrote down uh, in my in my chart in my agenda what I have to improve or what the patient said to me, uh, uh, how her his family or if there's something that goes wrong in this period in that period. Uh, so I try to wrote to wrote down things. Uh, try to learn uh, about behavior change. Try to read a lot and. Um, and try to to manage uh, to do another approach to that particular patient uh, by um, uh, by watching him and by write down notes. Uh, yeah. Do you write down um, your personal notes aside from their clinical notes of memory yeah. joggers for things that you can learn more about to make the changes or to enhance what you're doing? Yeah, that's a good process. Yeah. I write some things down, I have to say, and the list gets longer and longer, but, you know, always following up on every part. That's what we want to do, isn't it? And yeah, thank you for yeah. sharing that. <laughs> okay, so what? any other challenges that you've overcome in this time or any other things you'd like to share with the listeners about what you've learned since you qualified? Mm. Since qualified, uh, another challenge was to enter to university to be a tutor at the university um, because it's not so simple when uh, you have to um, relate with students that are uh, of your age or uh, a little bit younger than you, but not so. They're not so. Um, a gap uh, between of ages between the students and me because point. I'm. Yeah, I'm 26 years old and I have some students that are even uh, uh, 25, 28. So sometimes we are around the same age and uh, uh, it's not simple to, yeah, to, to be, I don't know how to explain in English, sorry. I understand be, from what you're saying. How yeah. have you overcome this? Um, I overcome this. Um, by uh, uh, doing some uh, speech uh, um, about new things that I've learned as the yeah, last week uh, I I spoke with them about the new classification of uh, perio, perio, perio diseases and they didn't know anything about it. Uh, so they understand that I can add value to, to their studies. So they respect me and they and they are happy to to know something new. So I overcome this by by teaching them something something new. Uh, yes, and uh, uh, sometimes uh, in these three years um, uh, we have some problems with other dental hygienist because I work in a dental practice with other two dental hygienists and uh, we are very different in characters. Uh, however, now we get on well together. Oh, I'm losing you a bit um, with the sound. Different 
say okay. that again. Yeah. You work in another I, clinic with um, different characters. Yeah, and uh, we are... We are indigenous and uh, we are very different in characters and uh, now we get on well together. However, uh, in the first period, uh, it was not so simple to adapt because everyone has their outlook towards uh, the profession that is very different. Um, however, I have overcome this um, Yes, this challenge uh, by speaking with them and try to find uh, uh, new protocols that we both uh, share. So now it's easy to to communicate and to work together. And it's important to to work uh, together and with the same uh, goal yeah. for the patients. A hundred percent. And you've highlighted an extremely relevant and valid point that I'm sure colleagues listening um, have experienced, you know, and, you know, I have that we are all different. Maybe, you know, we wouldn't all be maybe best friends out of work, but, you know, we yeah. have to put that work in to develop our working relationships so that we work so harmoniously together for ultimately our profession and our patient so it's challenges i think we all we all face and sharing what how you've overcome it by finding mm. neutral protocols you know yeah new protocols that share. exactly mm. and values that you both share and it's the same with working with patients it's finding what that patient values again enhancing communication in general isn't it and so that we can all work together um, more harmoniously um it's an interesting point you know specifically obviously smile revolution podcast is supporting career development and passion within the profession um actually colleagues uh, often say that you know other things that they may turn their hand to in life they feel are enhanced or easier through the communication that they have learned through our profession. So I think it's very value to, valuable to other areas within our life. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's definitely, you know, an interesting subject matter. Maybe we'll have to speak about that more as another point. So just moving back um, to Perio Campus, can I just ask you, what was the most valuable thing that you learned from being on Perio campus? Mm, okay, I have to think because <laughs> I learned a lot of things. Um, I think uh, learn how um, uh, learn new new articles and how to read uh, scientific evidence articles in the Journal of Periodontology or Journal of Clinical Periodontology. So that's the scientific part. And in fact, I always find, I always want to find the strongest evidence for my clinical practice. Another thing that I've learned um, during the practical session was the importance of uh, plaque uh, search and using the plaque uh, um, research at every appointment as uh, Janice uh, that's a, she a dental hygienist that for me she is really very inspiring that's so genius of them we lost signal there of course <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Sorry, you were saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, the the value, the importance of um, plaque uh, discoloration systems um, at every at every appointment, um, and the practical skills how uh, to um, probe uh, in uh, uh, how to probe and how to use ultrasonics and scalars and curettes. So all the practical parts that at the university was not so developed in, in, in this way. Aereo Campus really gave you a further insight and further education on how to optimize on the equipment that you've got um, for yeah. treating the patients, obviously, to yeah. get the, the best results for the patients. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Now I'm at the final stage of our podcast recording and it's okay. the Star Revolution Fire Round. So I'm going to fire a few questions at you. Why do you do what you do? Okay, because uh, I love to help people uh, improve their whole hygiene and I, I love to pass on my passion to other professionals. So... Um, I really love to help people. So for me, it's not a burden doing a lot of things. And uh, I really love all the aspects of my profession, the clinical part, but also the academic part. And I really would like in the future to improve. <laughs> and who do you look up to in the profession? Well, look up to, uh, in a sense, uh, mm, what my inspiring dental hygienists. Uh, mm, I look up to uh, Janice Souvent, that for me, she's really very inspiring. And um, I would like in the future to be like her, to be such a great profession. <laughs> she's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, what is the funniest thing that ever happened to you in dentistry? Mm, uh, I think uh, when I have when I am with my patients, uh, I have some patients that are really very funny, and sometimes we share passions. And uh, uh, I can talk about uh, one patient that um, is particularly fond of photography, and uh, I photograph his teeth. And uh, uh, he, he didn't even recognize uh, his teeth, and uh, he and he uh, how to explain um, he uh, passed on uh, the passion of photography to me, and uh, we began to talk about photography, and we lose a lot of time. Uh, about searching on the internet of new reflex cameras. <laughs> so when you're in touch with the with patient, you pass on passions from between each others, and uh, uh, the time uh, just flew by. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> I didn't manage, and uh, I didn't um, uh, didn't come to my mind. That there was another patient. Uh, yeah, oh, I had no. to do another treatment after. Oops. <laughs> if you if you had a magic wand, what would you change for the future? 
Um, I would like to change the, um, uh, the, the Italian's outlook through of dental hygienists. And I want to to be the public service to open their doors to dental hygienists. And yeah, I want to change that. I want to that to that uh, there will be in the future more uh, dental clinics, dental yeah clinics or cabinets uh, owned by dental hygienists themselves. Yeah. Where do you want to be ten years from now? Um, I want to be. Uh, I want to be a, a teacher, a researcher, uh, a very good clinician. Uh, I would like to own my dental practice. I have my own dental practice, and I would like to have a PhD. So I have. Um, I would like to be uh, to be my career hyphen with. Uh, uh, be a researcher, professor, <laughs> a lot of a lot of things. <laughs> a lot. Wow. Exciting times ahead for you, Sophia. Top tips to anyone listening. <laughs> okay, top tips. Um, deepen your knowledge. Uh, uh, try to find your uh, field of interest in, uh, in dentistry, in oral hygiene, and to study harder. Continue studying, uh, read a lot, uh, um, set your uh, goals and work on your routine um, and uh, put your personal touch in your, yeah, in, your, uh, in your career and try not to copy others, but to find your own voice in, uh, in your path, in your career. So by reading and studying a lot after your bachelor degree and try to be passionate in one specific field. Uh, I'm very passionate about periodontology, but there are a lot of fields like uh, uh, pediatric dentistry. There are a lot of fields that uh, we, we can improve. And your mantra? My mantra, I think that I've said it, I'm particularly fond of doing um, uh, everyday routine, all the things that I have to, to do every day. So for me, my mantra is to, to keep on working on, on a routine that uh, suits you uh, by um, doing things rather than, uh, oh, I would like to do this, but try to schedule and do things every day to achieve your goals. <laughs> Sophia, thank you so much for coming on the show. You've been amazing. Um, if anybody wants to get in touch with you, how should they do so? Um, they can uh, contact me uh, through my um, website that is www.sofiadrivas.it or through my um, Instagram uh, professional profile that is sd.dentalhygienists. Um, so in this two way, I will soon answer to, to them through my contact list on the on my website uh, yeah 
thank you so much for joining. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Um, so insightful of what you've done in such a short time, i.e. three years, um, and where you've come today and um, sharing what you've learned. So thank you so much. We hope thank to speak you. to you again soon. Yeah, thank you so much to you. <laughs> anyone is interested to learn more about Perio Campus, go to www.periocampus.com. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, I'm sure you will love our next guest. So click on subscribe to be the first to hear it. If you were inspired by the podcast today and you wish to launch an oral health promotional campaign or project, please let us know at Smile Revolution. As we are here for you leading dental professionals as your creative agency dedicated to making a success of every oral health promotional campaign and project. Book your free consultation today. Please email info at smile-revolution.net.